Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. I just got kicked off one of my other platforms. Who knows what's going on with Facebook. However, yesterday when they got shut down for several hours, I am proud to say that I was extremely happy to troll Zuckerberg for a little bit and say, hey, how does it feel to be deplatformed without any reason, right? Karma, beautiful thing. So it looks like they're up and operational again. So we will just see if there's any glitches in the system uh, moving forward. But we have a lot to go over today, folks. Um, A lot going on, obviously. It's funny with this news cycle, it's like sometimes there's not a lot. And then in 24 hours, there's all kind of content. So or all kinds of content. So I'm going to go over some of the things as fast as I can for all of you. So this is not a long live, but just uh, kind of what we figured, you know, Governor Whitmer yesterday vetoed four election bills at the NAACP dinner last night. So she is playing politics. Um, and that's why she has been very quiet with everything that's going on with COVID um, and not giving her opinions on some things because she's playing polling data right now. But just like I told you all um, a couple lives ago, like, hey, look, there is tons of great bills to improve upon our election system, which that is a bipartisan issue. We all, whether what side of the aisle that you're on, you want to make sure that our elections are integrous and the legislature came through and have a lot of great things to push through to make sure that they're just that integrous for all of us, right? But lo and behold, weird how the governor continues to veto these things. Um, All the bills are meant to expand and strengthen access to the voting booth. Um, This has nothing to do with perpetuating a lie. Boland said, we found a weakness in the process and there's always an opportunity to improve. Makes sense, right? Systems are there and systems sometimes malfunction. You can improve upon systems and that's what they are trying to do. Um, Who could think we had the largest election during a pandemic and there would be absolutely no room for improvement? So what happened is obviously there was a lot of shenanigans. And so, hey, let's improve it. Um, And for them to say, and Governor Whitmer and her cronies, to say that the election was perfect, um, that's just that's just garbage. And we all know it. Um, It should not be overlooked that these were sound bipartisan bills that would have improved our elections, pure and simple. The sad reality is that when the governor has to lead, Rather than hide behind executive orders and mandates, there is no substance. Wow, that's true. I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, this is uh, it's interesting to watch her kind of evolution on how she was very vocal in the beginning. She was our nanny governor. She was saving us. And now it's crickets onto that. But then there's a bipartisan bill that's going to improve upon the election system. And then she vetoes it and says, you know, everything's perfect. So we can see that she's obviously... I'm getting concerned about 2022, especially if I have anything to say about it. The legislation would have expanded the number of places to be used as polling locations and required the creation of comprehensive training for challengers at polling places and absent voter counting boards. Makes sense. Why wouldn't we want that, right? Two other vetoed House bills would allow only certain individuals access to the qualified voter file and prohibit the electronic poll book at precincts or absentee voter counting boards from being connected to the Internet until all results have been tabulated. Weird how she wants to veto that, right? My goodness gracious. The bill that allows the establishment of polling locations at senior housing facilities and clubhouses at apartment complexes, conference centers, or golf courses passed 2115 in the Senate and was concurred in the House 8421. 
The bill requiring training of election challengers in the 90-day period before an election also passed 21-15 in the Senate and was concurred in 81-24 in the House. Whitmer said the legislation is worth further consideration but lacks proper funding for implementation. Lacks proper funding was the reason why she said she vetoed that. What did you just get from your daddy? A whole heck of a lot of money from the federal government, which is from our future generation's tax dollars, by the way. Our children and grandchildren are going to pay for all this nonsense. And she says there's a lack of funding. She was just on record for bragging that we now have a surplus, right? Well, why don't you do that and use that money constructively? Oh, we know the reason why. Weird, right? Unbelievable. Not unbelievable. Actually, very believable from the the decision-making of this current governor. Current practice prohibits connections between election equipment and the Internet and bars third-party access outside the Bureau of Elections and local election clerks to the qualified voter file. But some of the affidavits and since discarded post-election litigation alleged without proof that some election software was connected to the Internet during the 2020 election. She, this article, it's Detroit News, so we know they're biased, alleged without proof. Then do the full forensic audit, right? You just cornered yourself. If there's no proof, then okay. Then if it's alleged, why don't you do the full forensic audit and show us all that this indeed, in fact, did not happen? So again, they just want to continue to sweep it underneath the rug like it never happened. COVID was just a bad dream. We all did our best. They're going to paint a scenario of sunshine and rainbows that we're we're doing our best. Garbage, 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 garbage. And that is why we need somebody who actually hold her accountable on the debate stage for all this nonsense. Somebody that's been in the fight ever since the beginning, who has all kinds of archives to throw at her for her to fumble around on the debate stage because she's not going to be able to hide behind the Hollywood elite's donations, behind corporate media, and behind social media, which all three of those groups have had her back and continue to have her back. And that's why I am the man for the job, because I am going to bring something to your attention today. That our hospital capacity, which all of you that have been following me ever since the beginning, I have been tracking religiously ever since she locked down at the end of November in 2020. Remember, the reason why was not to overwhelm the hospital system. And that was her reason all the way back in the beginning to not overwhelm the hospital system. To flatten the curve, they're not overwhelming the hospital system, which she crammed down our throat ever since the beginning. And that was the reason why at the end of November, she canceled your kids' experiences, diminished your kids' opportunities, and squashed their dreams. And then she locked us down with 25% capacity into our restaurants with a 10 p.m. curfew, all because of hospital capacity. Because woe is me, watch out for flu, right? And at the time when she did that, guess what the hospital capacity was? I'm going to tell you. It was around 75% total capacity, okay? 75%. That was the grounds for her to get worried and bring down the hammer and weaponize her health department and have Elizabeth Hertel do all these unnecessary um, orders to all the restaurants and the children and so forth. We've been down that road time and time again. So let's talk about the total capacity of the hospital systems. 75, remember, 75% total capacity was the reasoning of her decisions back in November. I just looked it up this morning. It's 79% total capacity, 4% higher. And all we hear is crickets. You hear those crickets? I do. 
79% total capacity this week. It was 78% total capacity um, the previous week, and it was 78 the week prior. So it's getting worse. The total capacity of our hospital capacity or hospital systems is getting worse. And all we hear, again, got to be very quiet, crickets from her administration and from her. Okay, so let's use some foresight. Let's apply a little bit of common sense to this. What do you think is going to happen? And I'm just spitballing here. Um, what do you think is going to happen when you fire your workforce for not following through with the medical procedure mandate that all these hospitals insane that are doing, right? What do you think is going to happen if we're already struggling at 79% total capacity, 4% higher than what it was when she locked down the restaurants and destroyed our kids' experiences, opportunities, and dreams? What do you think is going to happen when they mandate this to all of the employees and the ones that are standing up, God bless you. You have every right to stand up because this is wrong. They should not be mandating this. It should be a choice. What do you think is going to happen to the hospital capacity? Does it take a rocket science or rocket scientist to figure that out? <laughs> Unbelievable, right? It's going to get overwhelmed. It's going to be very bad, especially with the future cold and flu season coming up and the people who need medical care and emergency situations. More people are going to die. And all we hear is crickets. Who do you think they're going to blame then? They're not going to blame themselves. Who are they going to blame? They're going to blame all the people who have decided not to do this medical procedure. That's what they're going to do. They're not going to talk about natural immunity, which they never have, even though the science and the research is proving. I'm smiling because I'm crying inside. That natural immunity is going to be long term. And from the beginning, I said this back in January of this year when she was saying that she was going to eradicate the virus. Remember that? Remember when she came on and said she is not going to open up the state until we eradicate the virus. And I went on a live and said, that's hot garbage. That is a dumpster fire. There's only been two things that the human species have eradicated in the history of our species. So for her to go out there and make that claim, it's unbelievable, right? But I said, hey, nobody's talking about natural immunity. You know, she's trying to get everybody to member 70%. Then she said, instead of eradicating the virus, then she's like, well, when 70% do the medical procedure, then we'll open up, which they never achieved that goal. And then that narrative went underneath the rug. We never heard about it again. And then I came on there and say, hey, there's no foresight. You know, the biggest thing with this medical procedure is have a choice with it. If you're immunocompromised and you're over the age of 70 and you're scared to death of this thing, then you can make the best decision for yourself. To go do it, but you don't mandate these things. You don't mandate these things to children like what California is doing right now, which I'm going to get to here in a second. You don't do those things. Got my printout. Um, but but that's the narrative that she was pushing. And then remember, just reflecting back because I've been spot on a thousand percent. That's why they're so afraid of me winning the primary, folks, because they know I'll hold her accountable because no other candidate can do what I'm doing right now. So what she has said that, number one, we're going to eradicate. Number two, we're going to wait till 70% are fully medically procedured up, which both of them fell through, didn't work. So they changed the narrative again. And I said, what's going to happen when the people who have done this medical procedure, when they finally figure out that it, the immunity doesn't last long? And all we heard is crickets. No foresight, no planning, right? All reactionary politics, as I said time and time again. Well, the data, which I said, follow Israel and the UK, because they're pretty much 
hammering down on this medical procedure. And the reason I call it a medical procedure is so I don't get banned off Facebook. We all know that. So people are like, he doesn't need to address the, the right word. Who is he? That's because I'm trying to stay afloat. So I'm going to do it in code. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson came out. He's been obviously following the same data that I have been. And data from England shows that 63% of the deaths in the last seven and a half months were from who? From people who have been fully medically procedured up. Oh, I just got kicked off another platform. So now we're down to three. My public figure page just got disconnected. I don't know if there's a Facebook problem or they're just kicking me off as they see fit. I got just kicked off a two. So we're down to three. <laughs> I'm on Rumble. Find me on Rumble because I got a lot more to cover. All right. So boom, we're having issues troubling. We're having trouble streaming on Facebook. So I don't know, folks. We'll see what happens with that one. I'm just trying to reconnect, which is not let me. Okay. Well, it's on Rumble for all of you out there. I'm alive on my Garrett for Michigan page, Michigan Needs an Adjustment Facebook group, and my Rumble channel, which you can find Michigan uh, Garrett for Michigan on there if you want to watch the rest of this, if you get disconnected from me. Sorry, that's happened. So they're saying that, look, people that are fully medic or medical procedured up are now the majority of the ones dying. Wait till that starts to happen and come out here in the States, folks. They are not going to have anywhere to run because all of their narratives have been proven to be false. Okay? Because more and more, even Project Veritas came out. I probably shouldn't even mention that name because I'll get banned. Um, the scientists are starting to say that your antibodies are probably better than the medical procedure. Who said that? Right? Who has been saying that ever since the beginning? Natural immunity. So this just came out that uh, with California mandating this thing with kids, right? They're starting to mandate it with kids. They can't go to school unless they get this thing done. So CDC numbers reported that among children 5 to 17 who had COVID-19, there was one death per 174,803 cases. One death. And I'm sure that one death out of the 174,803 cases, that child was probably immunocompromised, right? That uh, I don't know this for a fact. haven't looked up the data, but I'm assuming that's true. The kid was already unhealthy, and unfortunately, he died. Pfizer and Moderna trials with children showed that there was one death per 1,000 of the kids who have gotten the medical procedure. So we are going to increase the risk of death in our children by 174 times to make people feel safe. Think about that. That's just facts, right? Let me say it again for the people in the back. Pfizer and Moderna trials with children showed one death per 1,000. The trials, their own trials, one death per 1,000 in children. And if you look at the statistics, there's only one death per 174,803 cases of this. So we are willing to risk the death of our children so they can go to school, so they can play sports. And it was 174 times more, folks. Unbelievable. Again, not against it. I'm against mandating it. People should have a choice, especially when you see those statistics. Holy cow. Why isn't that information going out? Why are they banning and kicking me off my platforms for talking about it? Because they do not want you to know the truth. Because with the truth comes an awareness. With the truth comes empowerment. They want to constantly keep us divided, keep us from communicating, so they can still can have control over all of us. And the last thing I want to leave with you is this is, again, red flag laws are very, very bad. And this, again, proves my point, right? Especially with NBC News is coming out 
uh, several weeks ago that the top three terror suspects, you know, before 9-11 that they were concerned with was anybody that was against lockdowns. Number two, anybody that thought the election was stolen. And number three was 9-11 terrorists. Those were considered domestic terrorists, right? So all of you that are watching, the ones that support our movement, all of you considered domestic terrorists. So what could happen? The government could come in and seize your guns and take away your 14th Amendment of due process because you're not allowed to have due process because you are guilty until proven innocent. Then if you have your day in court, what kind of judge are you going to get? The judges have already proven that they are biased based on their own political beliefs. And unfortunately, a lot of the judges out there are leaning way, way left. So again, they will be taking away people's Second Amendment. So this article just came out. Concerned parents are immediate threat says National School Boards Association's president, okay? Again, the National School Boards Association's president is saying that concerned parents of what's going on in the school systems are immediate threat. Some are even domestic terrorists. That's the headline of October 1st, several days ago, right? Again, red flag laws are very, very bad. And so what I like to do is I like to push the envelope. So when these things come out, I'm like, you know what? We're going to hold the drawing and to support the Second Amendment. So I want you all to watch this right now because this is what we're doing in my campaign. Who? We the people! Who? We the people! Doesn't that video? That's like a cup of coffee in the morning. All right. So that's what we are doing with our campaign is when they're going to start pushing. And I'm sorry, Instagram, you didn't see the video, but in the link in my description or in my bio, you can click on that link and enter in the drawing to win the AR. And that's what we're doing, folks. In the link or in the description in the link, right? In the description of this video, there's a link for you to click and you can go there and enter in or drawing. There is a big bowl of ammo and you guess how many bullets are in that bowl. And whoever's the closest or hits it on the uh, the number, then you're going to win an AR-15. Brought to you by our run for governor, right? So that's what we do here at We the People's Campaign. If you're going to push us with the Second Amendment and call parents who are standing up that have every right to keep government out of schools and keep government out of our houses, and if you're going to push back and cause domestic terrorists, then I'm going to go out there and I am going to do a drawing for people win an AR-15 because I'm going to push back as much as I can, especially against these red flag laws, because they are not going to work because of what we just learned over the past year and a half. They look great on paper before all this mess. Well, hey, we don't want so-and-so to get it because they could do damage. I get that. But now what they're doing with their narrative is all of us are considered domestic terrorists for standing up for our kids. So they can come in, take all of your guns without you having your day in court. And then finally, when you do have your day in court, you are guilty until proven innocent, and then you'll probably get a liberal judge, and they're still going to remove your guns. And every person that they remove is another person that can't stand up for themselves for self-defense, which is wrong. Okay? So even my German shepherd's all fired up. He's pro-second too, just like his dad. All right? So that's what I have for all of you today. So if you want to enter in that drawing, I think it's like $20, $25. Sorry about my doggies. Um, 
Click on that link and the drawing is going to, I think, be October 20th. So we're going to continue to hammer down. Um, we'll continue to update you with uh, accurate, truthful information. I'm going to continue to walk that fine line, folks. I don't care how many times they kick me off. You deserve to know the truth. You deserve, deserve to know the truth. And that's why I will always battle for all of you. I will always hold people accountable and I will call out clown show. And that's exactly why we need to win the primary so I can do just that with Governor Whitmer on stage. And that's why they attack our campaign constantly because they know if we win the primary, we have the best shot of beating Governor Whitmer, okay? Because I believe that we will win. A lot going on. Thanks for hanging in with me for 20 minutes. Sorry for all the malfunction on all my platforms. I get kicked off left and right, but we're gonna continue to push the narrative. So enjoy your day. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless State of Michigan. And God bless the United States. Talk to you later. Enter in the drawing when they are. How cool is that?